Hey, it's the Blue Line Brief. We're back. I'm Steve Titchener. And coming to us from Tempe, Arizona, Devils radio play-by-play announcer, Matt Lachlan. And Matt, I bet it's a little uh, warmer out there in Tempe than Jersey. Well, it definitely is. They haven't quite reached their stride yet, but it's about 60 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, a little bit of a breeze blowing. It is delightful in the sunshine, no complaints. Right, very nice. And so let's talk trades here, Matt, because we haven't talked in a few weeks, and uh, the Devils uh, made some nice moves here where they get Timo Meyer, a winger from uh, the Sharks, and then they just got uh, Curtis Lazar, a center from the Canucks. So uh, they certainly help them out. It, it, absolutely. They both will from different standpoints. And from the Devils, it's the first time in a long time that they've been buyers at the trade deadline. And that's a vastly different mm-hmm. mindset. So Timo Meyer was the best offensive player available. And listen, I know that Patrick Kane was picked up by the Rangers and he's a Hall of Famer. But in terms of today's production, Timo Meyer was the best offensive guy available. And the Devils went out and got him and didn't cost them a ton. They had to give up some assets. So he'll he'll help. As we record this, he's about to make his Devils debut. He's a big, strong, physical, high-volume shot winger that they don't have as good as they are offensively. He fills a major need. Lazar is a little bit more of a depth pickup. He'll help the third or fourth line, take some face-offs, kill penalties, gives him a little bit of a bite uh, for a depth forward. A good pickup, but it's really Meyer that will uh, be a, a huge factor moving forward. And Lazar, big physical center, huh? Yeah, he is. He can play wing, too. Uh, again, uh, he's a guy who won't give you many goals at all. He is not a scorer, has not been in his nine, ten years in the league. But he has been in the playoffs. And one of the things that the Devils wanted to get both over the summer and now at the deadline, guys who have been in the playoffs, because as Lazar said, everything ratchets up. And if you've not been in it to experience it, you don't really have an idea. So not that that's going to help Jack Hughes or Nico. He sure does have one playoff run underneath his belt in his rookie year. Just because you've been through it doesn't mean your teammates will benefit by it. But, you know, you can help handle some of the pressure and show the way. And uh, let's talk about that other team across the Hudson. Mac is not to be undone. They've been active. Uh, they pick up Vladimir Tarasenko from the Blues. That certainly has helped right away. And then, as you just mentioned, they do get Patrick Kane. Now, listen, Patrick Kane's got a bunch of cups, but that was quite a while ago, Matt. I mean, his best days are really behind him, right? He's had a good year, but yeah, his all-star, elite, all-time years are behind him. There's no question about it. It remains to be seen whether coming to the Rangers, which is something that he wanted, rejuvenates his career. Uh, you know, he's done everything in the NHL in hockey you know, representing the U.S., all that sort of stuff. So I don't know what the motivation is. Another cup, perhaps, but it's not the same as going for your first cup. But he should help. The problem that I see from the Rangers' standpoint is, and it's happened already, he's moved the guy out of his spot, Mika Zibanejad, on the power play, and Zibanejad has the second most power play goal for most in the league. So you're taking something that is worse, that, that has worked and move mm-hmm. him uh, and the system in a different way. And I, I don't know if that makes sense just to accommodate Patrick Kane. That being said, the Rangers are all in, part of a powerful Eastern Conference. All the teams at the top made moves. So, no, it's a huge, huge, uh, what, what's the term? It's a race. It, it's an arms race. And all the teams that think they have a shot have been all in. 
because even the Bruins got better, huh, Matt? Talk about their moves. Well, yeah, I mean, they added uh, uh, Orlov on defense. They made their defense better. They added a depth forward, Garnet Hathaway. They got some more size in for Tuesday. So, you know, the rich get richer. Look, it's such an arms race in the East. And while Boston is far away the favorite and everyone's going to struggle really to try to get past them, things have gone so well for them. Uh, You got to try if you're as good as the Devils are, if you're as good as Toronto is, if you're as good as Tampa Bay is, the Rangers as well. You got to try to figure it out. And and Boston's kept lockstep with those other teams. So it's been phenomenal to see the moves that have made. The Islanders have made moves. It's just been unbelievable. Yeah, and the East is loaded here, so it's going to be fun watching the second half here and watch it all wind down. Matt, and we'll follow it the whole way here on the Blue Line Brief. So thanks for joining me and taking a few minutes from Arizona there, Matt, and uh, we'll catch up to you soon. You got it, Steve. We'll talk in a bit. And that'll do it for the Blue Line Brief. Check out our site, moresportsnow.com, and we'll catch you all soon. 